time to bring in our good pal Brian Jones of Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio in the morning, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time. You can watch them not only today on CBS, but throughout the week on CBS Sports Network as well. And my friend, you know, you go back to last week. Week one is always an overreaction, but the state of the Texas coaches right now, most notably, the biggest news was, you know, Texas A&M and Kevin Sumlin and the fallout of the collapse at UCLA. What happened with this week, especially with his family, was reprehensible. And if Kevin Sumlin is going to be fired, then eventually, then so be it. But this, the way, not only the the reaction that 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 prompted the message to his family by some idiot earlier in the week, and also the booster going going online and uh, going on the internet and saying that Sumlin should be fired. You know, this is becoming a situation of why would anybody actually want that job? First of all, why you got to start with the negative stuff, man? It's a beautiful Saturday morning here in New York City. Got some great games on the docket, and you want to go all negative. But, Act, you are right. It is reprehensible, and I'm not surprised whatsoever that they got the racial uh, hate mail that they received there, uh, the family of Kevin Sumlin. So, uh, unfortunately, that's just the lay of the land, and hopefully at some point we can eradicate our country and the world of uh, those type of people and those type of uh, mindsets. Uh, you lose a game like they lost there out in L.A. last week, and those are the type of games they get you fired that being said they've got to find a way to rally around not only their football coach but their their teammates and and and, and play better and i think the only way uh coach sumlin and that staff uh they save their bacon is by knocking off alabama when they roll through there here in a few weeks i think it's early october uh and and if they can get that one get another signature win that'll go a long way with quieting all the noise i think he they've done him a disservice not only this busby character the border on the border regions there, but also the new AD Woodward when he came out and made his comments prior to the season commencing. So uh, he is known, Coach Sumlin is known. He said it last year. He said it again this year. I understand that we need to win more than eight ball games, uh, but step into the deep end of the pool when they join the SEC West, and now they've got to prove that they can win more than eight or nine ball games a, a year. You know, they get out of the gates great, and then they have a precipitous slide these last few seasons near the end, and uh, they need to change that. Now they've had a heartbreaking loss in the early ball game uh, of the season, and, and let's see if they can use that as fuel to, to go on a nice run. Your alma mater struggled in Tom Herman's debut. He took some criticism from his former boss, but you know the one thing that stood out to me was how down he seemed after. At Houston, when things went well, he was always Mr. Positive. When things you know started to go a little off the rails toward the end of last season, he started to get a little short. Is that one thing that he has to change to weather adversity a little better? Well, it hurts, uh, and, you, and, and you want to show that it hurts. I don't have a problem with a coach showing that uh, that that uh, he's feeling some pain from a loss, an excruciating loss, and uh, that's supposed to happen. Uh, some of the things he's, he comments he made after the ball game were were valid. Like uh, these are the mistakes, the mistakes we witnessed this afternoon versus Maryland, mistakes we saw early on in spring training, and you didn't think you would uh, see that again. Well, he did. Uh, what was disheartening to me and others who are part of that fan base with the comments about sprinkling fairy dust. No, we didn't expect you to come in and sprinkle fairy dust and that Texas Longhorn team turn into Alabama, but we also didn't expect them to be pushed around. You've been there nine months. You can change a mindset in nine months. You may not ideally get everyone you need on that roster in place. And you may not get them to play uh, like you want, uh, but you can change a mindset and you can instill some toughness in them within nine months. I've been a part of a change like that. So that's what was disheartening. This fairy 
does comments and and you have his former boss urban Meyer as you just mentioned come after him and 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 say when you take over a program you inherited those players there and they're your players now and you can shape and mold them uh in, into your image and and and, and get them in, in instilled into what you ideally want to see uh the program do so uh mindset change that's doable as what well, as far as turning them into an undefeated team uh that's some uh work down the road that needs to take place but uh i i was uh kind of taken aback when i heard the comments about the fairy dust talking with brian jones of geo and jones in the morning on cbs sports radio you can watch them all day long today on cbs and of course throughout the week on cbs sports network the other school you attended ucla coming off the big comeback <laughs> last week will it be a big spark to their season or fool's gold they could you, you you get a win like that man that's amazing and that can buoy do for the rest of the season. And Josh Rosen, as much heat as he's taken from comments, uh, he made honest assessment by him as far as uh, his athlete at the collegiate level, much how time consuming it is. It is, but we signed up for it and we have to endure it. Uh, but he, he talked to talk and walk. Uh, he looked apart. He, right, you know. Is definitely the more pro-ready quarterback, and not to say he's going to come out uh, after this season, but he definitely has all the tools that they covered at that. And in the pro style of center, he's making all the throws and near uh, a comeback like that. You need a little luck, like through the hands of a, a Texas A&M defender, but you'll take that. Uh, but uh, uh, that this could be a catalyst for this football team for the rest of the season. Still, some tough ball games left on the docket, but definitely a great start for the Bruins. The revenge match tonight in Columbus. Which is a greater concern for Ohio State? It's quarterback or secondary? I think it's going to be the secondary. Baker Mayfield is no Richard Legault, uh, and, and he can extend plays no one's business, have some receivers stepped up. Last week was the tight end, Andrews, and the game goes. But I think if they can uh, run the ball a little bit up front, the line led by Orlando Brown uh, Jr. And, and, and those big boys up front, against one of the best defensive lines, if not the best defensive line in, in college football there at Ohio State. They can make some hay in the running game, and, and Baker Mayfield can extend plays. He can put some pressure on that young secondary, which you saw Indiana last week. But the big test is going to be the defense of their cornerbacks. All those guys back, I think it's three seniors and, and one sophomore, they go about six all and they're going to have their hands full with Paris Campbell showed up and showed out, especially in the second half of that ball game versus Indiana for Ohio State. Dropped a sure touchdown, then made up for 74-yard catch and scamper. So uh, the secondary for Oklahoma going up against the wide receivers and and that uh, then Baker Mayfield going up against that secondary for, for Ohio State should be a great one. Some great games tonight. Why are they all at night? That's my big question. <laughs> Oklahoma and Ohio State, Clemson and Auburn, another one. Clemson gets a much tougher test in its title defense with the Tigers. But who is it a more difficult test for? Jared Stidham against a very good Clemson defense or Clemson offense right now? Well, I think it's going to be a big test for Stidham. He hadn't played football in almost two years. He played last week, and it was a mixed bag. Started out kind of slow, interception and a fumble. Uh, but he, he he ran for a touchdown. I think it was a 14-yard touchdown run. And then, you know, he threw a, a touchdown pass. So he's getting his feet wet again. And uh, I think he'll be better off by having that first ball game under his belt. But uh, defense, Palmer, that's what. I am going to be watching because I think they're a defense you can believe in. I had some uh, healthy skepticism last year when Kevin Steele took over, but uh, I, I think they are legit. And can they stop this upstart Kelly Bryant who looked the part? Big, tall, strong, 
quarterback got his first start last week versus Kent State. So I think they can uh, the Auburn defense if they can hold him in check. I, I think Auburn has a chance of stealing one on the road. Speaking of stealing one on the road, the game on CBS today, a rematch of a thriller from last year, will TCU go into Fayetteville and turn the tables on the Razorbacks this time? Yeah, I think they will. They should have won the game last year. You had the penalty there. They're just an inexplicable penalty by Kenny Hill with the the throat slash. He said it was a religious symbol. Well, instead of catching the the Holy Ghost, he called Holy Hell and cost his team uh, possibly the game because they had a shortened kickoff and and Arkansas was able to get down the field, tie the ball game, ultimately win it in in overtime. So I I like the defense the way they played last week. Yes, it was Jackson State, but they just swarmed Jackson. They did what you're supposed to do to a lesser opponent five sacks in that ball game they can get the Austin out they got to him last year puts a, a ton of hits on him but didn't sack him but one time in that ball game uh, but Arkansas gave up over 30 uh, 30 sacks a season ago uh, after leading the conference the SEC in uh, sacks allowed the season prior so uh, let's see if they can protect him against this fast TCU defense and, and TCU's offense they look like uh, some track stars out there running around Jackson State so uh, I look for Arkansas to want to run the box control the clock and try to keep that offense off the field, but I like this TCU offense. Kenny Hill, much wiser this year, I believe, and you got Kyle Hicks coming back at the running back position. Should be a fun one, but I'm rolling with the Horn Frogs. Talking with our good pal Brian Jones of Geo and Jones in the morning on CBS Radio. You could always, always watch him today on CBS and throughout the week on CBS Sports Network. Alabama won another big season opener with so many losses on defense from a year ago. How do they remain so consistent? Because they recruit so well. A bunch of four and five stars. That's why they're annually top five, top two, uh, usually top one recruiting class. And they coach them up and they develop them. That's why they don't skip a beat. And you saw some new faces and you knew that would happen. Some new players would emerge as they did last week versus Florida State. So they're going to always be in that number because they recruit so well. My friend, enjoy the day. Look forward to watching you and seeing you during the week. You got it, my man. Take care. Brian Jones of Geo and Jones in the morning on CBS Sports Radio, and you can watch him this afternoon on CBS The Game on the network today.